Inside every one of us, deep in the soul, are the dreams we have for ourselves. Dreams of what might be, of what we might become, and how we might change the world by changing ourselves. You can achieve whatever you can dream. All it takes is a plan and the right teacher. Welcome to Success Left a Clue, the inspiring podcast from Robert Raymond Riopelle, who has traveled the world for over 15 years, unlocking the dreams we all have. And now, here's Robert. Welcome, everybody. This is Robert Raymond Riopelle, and this is Success Left a Clue, episode number seven. And today, I am jazzed for a number of different reasons. One of the reasons I'm jazzed is because I can't believe it's already episode number seven. Episode number seven. You know, here I am. I was nervous about doing my first one. Nervous, could I do it? Would I work? How would it work? How would we put it together? How would we launch it? And here I am already now recording episode number seven and actually having a lot of fun. And so, you know, one of the things as I'm recording this, I'm actually in my mind right now deciding, making a decision. And that decision is, you know, we've been releasing these one a week every Wednesday, sending them out for people to listen to so you can download it. And thank you to all of those of you who have been downloading and listening. So we've already been doing that every Wednesday. But now I'm deciding, do I want to actually do two a week? Two a week. Go from one a week, double it, and go to two a week. And that actually makes me excited on it for a couple of reasons. One, because if I put out two a week, now I get to get more wisdom out and I have fun with that. Two, it allows me to have more fun because I love the lessons. I love the fun I've been having doing this. Three, it also gently forces me to up my game even more. Because if I'm going to commit, I'm going to fully commit. And that's another part. Like today's whole episode is going to be all around this. You're going to understand that in a moment. So episode number seven, one of the decisions I'm deciding right now is, do I go from one episode a week to two? And also, I'm thinking, I know, actually, I'm not thinking, I know my next episode, I am going to make it my first interview, which will probably make it a little bit longer of an episode then, because the person I want to bring on, I want to make sure I give them full time to really give the nuggets of gold that they have so that my audience, those of you that have been listening, those of you that are coming on and you know enjoying this podcast, I want to bring on this guest because the nuggets of gold they have will absolutely blow you away. So let's backtrack. Number seven, see, I'm already into this. I'm already flowing. I'm already having fun. And I haven't even set up what today's episode is going to be all about. Well, also, before I do that, though, here I am. I was just listening to a couple of the back back episodes, episodes one, two, three, four, and five, and I was going through those, and it's kind of cool that the last few episodes that I recorded was not from home, not in my home office. I have the same microphone with me, but I don't have the same setup. I don't have the boom. I don't have the filter guard in front of me. Here I am, because right now, just like the other episodes, I'm sitting in my hotel room, just completed an event, and I am just jacked because I fly to another country tomorrow to start another event. I absolutely love my life. I love my life. I get to travel around the world. 
Today, I am sitting in Kuala Lumpur. I am right downtown. I am sitting across a block away, actually, out of my hotel room. I just turned my head and I'm looking out my hotel room. And what I can see is I see out of my hotel room the Patronus Towers, the Twin Towers here in Kuala Lumpur. If you do not know what they are, I want you to go and Google them. Or better yet, go to the movie Entrapment. Entrapment. It had Catherine Zeta-Jones in it. It had Sean Connery in it and Vin, um, Vin Grames in it. Amazing, amazing movie. And one of the um, parts of the movie is filmed right here at those towers. Picture this, these two towers that are um, 80 some odd, 81, 82 stories high. Twin towers, identical to each other. At the 40, 40th and 41st floor is a two-story sky bridge that goes across from one to the other on the 40 and 41st floor. And so in the movie, they actually do a heist and it's all done in these towers. Spectacular. The whole two buildings are made out of stainless steel and glass. The outside, they're gorgeous. In, you know, in fact, I'm going to kind of digress. I'm going to go into a couple things since I'm here in Kuala Lumpur. It's been a couple years since I've been here and I forgot how beautiful this city is. I was on a nice walk this morning. I walked for about eight kilometers or for my, you know, American friends, five miles. And I went on this walk, just getting my stretching out, just burning some energy. Um, I had a great event, so now I'm just like, go, go, go. Want to do something to, for me. And I'm noticing how stunning, how stunning the architecture here in Malaysia is. It is just absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous. Some of the buildings here are unlike any I've seen designed anywhere else in the world. So I want to kind of hats off to the people and the, and the architects here in Malaysia for the style that they have for creating these huge skyscrapers that are just absolutely gorgeous. Okay, so I, I digressed. I'm back. <laughs> I have no fun whatsoever. Today's episode, you know, here I am in Kuala Lumpur. And one of the things I was able to do is anytime I travel around the world, I have students and they, you know, sometimes we get together. We go out to a restaurant and we just enjoy. And that's kind of what happened yesterday. So one of my students who's just a really amazing gentleman by the name of Kahar, he knew I was coming here to Malaysia. And so he messaged me on Facebook a couple weeks prior and said, you know, Robert, you're going to be in Malaysia. Are you willing to have a gathering, a get together? I'd love to put it out and a bunch of us get together. And I'm like, Kahar, absolutely. I'm here. Let's do it. Let's get together. So he did the, the legwork to arrange to have a bunch of past students. We all got together. We met here at the hotel I'm staying at. We walked a block over and we just got together in this nice little restaurant, had a great conversations. And we, as we were sitting down eating and having these conversations, it's amazing what comes up when you get together with people and are open and willing and in an energy of growth. And that's where kind of today's podcast comes from. You see, here I was having a conversation and one of the gentlemen was talking about how, you know, he's been quite successful and he worked hard for 15 years and he's now enjoying being a stay-at-home dad, but he struggles. 
he struggles because he sees that he's comfortable. He sees that he has the life he wants, but then he's torn because there's other things he wants to do. He sees other people that have more than he has, or they're able to do a little bit more. It's not about more than he has, but they're actually, because they've, he's kind of at a plateau, he looks at other people who are maybe at a little higher of a plateau, and he starts to go, well, if I was to work again, could I have that? And his mind then goes, so I, if I work, you know, for the next five years, I could probably take myself up another level. You know, but if I do that, then I'm going to be taking time away from my kids and my family and my wife. And I'm really comfortable. And I like my movies. I love watching TV. I love watching movies. And he was really in this, this whole kind of back and forth battle, as he called it, his civil war in his head, this civil war. And I'm going to imagine, because I'm going to predict, and as I know the answer, a number of you listening to this podcast go through the same kind of struggles back and forth, back and forth, that civil war going on in your head. And so I'm going to call this episode the civil war with, or let's rephrase that, the civil war between our two ears. The civil war between our two ears. Because every single person has that. We have a civil war going on between our two ears all the time. Absolutely. This is a success principle, and this is another clue, and I want you to write this down. Never give your advice unsolicited. Let me say that again. Never give advice unsolicited. It's so easy to see things in other people that they don't see in themselves and want to help them. But a lot of problems that come up are when people just try to give their advice even though the other person hasn't given permission or maybe isn't open to receiving it. So anytime you something comes up for you, if you think it could help another person, just give them the courtesy of asking them before you give it to them if it's all right, if you give them some advice or give them something that came up for you, however you word it for you. And so he's like, absolutely. And then, so when I'm sitting there and I said, look, you're talking about how you're able to create this, you worked hard for 15 years, you're celebrating the fact that you're now having this life where you're able to be home with your wife and your kids, having your family, enjoying that, enjoying your movies, watching your TV, and yet that civil war is raging on in your head because you know you still want more. I said, would you like to know why I believe you are struggling so much? And he's looking at me, he's like, please do tell me. And I said, because listen to the vocabulary you're using. I worked hard for 15 years and I was able to accomplish this and I'm enjoying my relaxation. And I'm deciding if I'm gonna work hard for another five years, So, because if I do, I could probably go up another level. I said, so in your mind, from your conditioning, from your past, what you're looking at is that it's either a work hard, 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 away from your family, making sacrifices, not being able to see them. I said, I don't know your full story, but from listening to you, I'm kind of guessing to get where you are today, that is kind of what it took. Would I be you know, correct in that? He's like, yeah. And so I said, that's one thing. So you're working hard, and so your mind is going, I would, if I work hard for the next five years, that means it's gonna be a sacrifice away from my family. I'm gonna be away from them. I'm not gonna be able to spend the time with them. They're not, you know, all the things I appreciate and I love. I said, so why does it have to be one or the other? He's kind of giving me a little look. 
I said, think of it like this. You said you love watching movies. So instead of going from the all hard, 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 or all just relaxation and all movies and all family, what if one day a week, or sorry, rephrase that, one movie a week, let's start small, let's start with two hours. Instead of watching one of the movies you'd watch in the week, you do something, something that moves you forward, something that moves you forward a little bit. You know, um, a friend of mine, amazing gentleman by the name of Adam Markell, he wrote a book recently called Pivot. Pivot. Write that down, Google it, find it. Pivot. Adam Markell. And it's all about making small little incremental changes in your life. How five degrees of change over a period of time, two to three years, can have massive change. And as I'm speaking, because I am part French, I'm using my hands right now. And picture one hand, I've got this line going across, staying steady, horizontally. The other line, I'm just actually, I made a five degree little incremental change in the pivot of my hand. And as my hands move along, they're getting further and further apart. Because over two or three years, a little bit 5% change, five degree change can make a big difference. So I said to him, I said, so instead of thinking it has to be like the all or nothing for creating more success in your life, take two hours, take one movie. Instead of watching the movie, you do something to go in the direction you want to go in to move yourself forward. And then maybe in a couple weeks, you, you, you're flowing a little bit. You're noticing it's not taking a lot of time away from your family. It's not taking you away from what you're truly passionately wanting to do that you're actually moving towards other passion, providing more for your family, providing more for the life that you want, and you're maintaining what the being the stay-at-home dad. And his eyes just lit up. And he's just like, wow, I didn't think of it like that. I get, and that's true. That's, that's the way I've always thought. I said, exactly. So these are the choices that you have to make. It doesn't have to be the all or nothing. So, where do you, you know, and again, read Pivot, and it'll help you with this in more description. You know, Adam talks about how he went from an 80-plus-hour-a-week lawyer to now traveling the world like myself as an inspirational trainer, changing thousands of lives every single year. He didn't go from being a lawyer, stop, and jump into being a trainer, all or nothing. No, he made that five-degree pivot over a two- to three-year period to create the reality you wanted. And it was kind of cool because this lesson, part of this lesson, was given to me in another way when I was uh, in India a while ago. And one of the presenters, you know, I talked about it in, in podcast number three and podcast number four. I was hosting an event in India, in India, India when I was hosting and I was also one of the presenters. And one of the local presenters, Rajiv, he told this story that really resonated with me. I'm gonna paraphrase it. It's maybe not exactly like he said it, but I've actually already put my kind of interpretation onto it because it it really, I got it when he said it. It's like, bam, wow, that's awesome. And so I now kind of reflect my own version of it on the stages around the world. And what Rajiv said is this, he says in you know hundreds and hundreds of years ago, when settlers would settle an area, they would normally settle near a river, as an example, for a water source. So picture this river winding along, and they would settle near it. 
And this one particular um, settlement, the first settlers to the area, they settled near the river. When the river was running, everything was great, but all of a sudden in the rainy season, it started to raise and they realized they were actually in the flood zone. And so they actually had to move away further and further from the river until they, now they were so quite a ways away from the river. Every single day when it's non-rainy, one of their daily routines is they have to walk each person from a household, one person from each household will walk to the river, scoop up a bucket of water and walk back. And on average each day, it takes a person four hours to do this. Four hours out of their day just to provide an essential piece of life. And for decades, for generations, this is the way the routine for this now village was going. Every day, you'd walk, you'd scoop up a bucket of water, you walk back, and there's four hours of your day gone. And so a couple generations in, a few generations in, there's this young man in the town who says, well, why don't we bring the water to us? Why don't we dig a ditch, lay some kind of pipe, use some like bamboo or whatever we can, create a pipe and bring the water to us? And almost everybody in his village, starting with his family, starting with the other villagers, they're like, that's lazy. Quit being lazy. You just don't want to do the work. And he's like, no, I just want to create this. And they're like, look, we've done it this way for generations. Quit being lazy. And so he decided that, you know what? This isn't being lazy. And he was the one, he's the one in his family who would go get the water. He decided to make a little degree of change in his life. So the next day he walks and to the river. He scoops up a big bucket of water. But before he walks back, he puts the water down. He decides to take a few extra minutes, dig, start digging a little bit of a ditch and lay a little bit of pipe. As I say from the stage, dig a little ditch, lay a little pipe. I love to get things into music. As I told you, make everything you do a reflection of you. I love music, so I'm always thinking in a term of songs. It's just me. And so he digs a little bit of a ditch. He puts a little bit of pipe in, caps the end so the water can run into it up to where he dug. Picks up his bucket. He walks back to the village. It's daily. That part of his daily tasks are done. The next day, he walks back. He doesn't have to quite go as far because he dug a couple feet. So he scoops up some water. He decides to dig a little bit more of a ditch, lay down a little bit more of the pipe, plug it off, pick up his water, head back. And he all of a sudden decides to do this routine day after day after day after day. And after a few months, all of a sudden, because you know, picture, and again, I'm, I'm visual. I'm a very visual person. Every day, his water moves a couple feet closer. However, especially after the first few weeks, because it's closer and closer and he doesn't have to go as far, he now has more time to actually dig, more time to actually lay a little more pipe. So he actually starts increasing the amount he's able to accomplish each day because every day, the more he accomplishes, the less time it takes him to walk to the water source. I think you see the picture. So after a number of months, all of a sudden now, this ditch is all the way to his hut. And all he has to do is put a little tap on the end. And now he's got water every single day at the turn of his tap. Doesn't have to walk anywhere. He's now got time to do a lot of other things. And so a couple interesting things about this. One of the interesting things is 
He has water and he has time to do other things. The other interesting thing is all those family members, all those village people that were calling him lazy, now they're calling him brilliant. Brilliant for coming up with this idea. Brilliant because now he's able to supply water to his village. He's freed up time for them as well. He's made an innovation that no one else had thought of doing. No one, well, maybe they thought of it, but no one until him had the courage to do it. And so the way I'm going to kind of start wrapping up this session, this podcast, is I'm going to pose this question to you. What is a dream that you have in your life that you've put off because other people have said you're lazy or that you can't do it or you don't have the right education or whatever it is? And what is one five-degree little change that you can make on a daily basis to actually start doing it? And then what would your life be like if you were to follow through until you actually brought this into your life? So the student of mine last night, I look forward to checking in with him over the next few months, the next time I'm back here in Malaysia, because I'm going to check in with him to see, A, did he do it? Did he start doing taking that two hours a day? And from that, did it get, create momentum? Because this is another clue. Action creates momentum. Write that down. Action creates momentum, which creates more action, which creates more, me- more momentum. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you start that five-degree little change, and soon it starts to pick up speed, pick up momentum. And he's still going to find that he has a lot of quality time with his family and his children, his wife, doing the things he loves. But because he's got the momentum, he's more focused on creating what he wants to do to keep moving his family forward and providing an even greater life. He's going to start realizing that if when he looks back, I'm going to predict that a lot of the stuff he does right now is not very productive. He watches a lot of movies, watches a lot of TV. He enjoys it. I enjoy movies and TV. But is he overdoing it? And is he actually having a lot of time where he could actually create quality of experience? That's just my perception. It is what it is. Take it for what it is. Take it for what it's not. It's all good. Just from my experience of traveling around the world, the different things I've seen. So what I want you to do is I want you to get that little tune in your head. Dig a little ditch, lay a little pipe. Dig a little ditch, lay a little pipe. Because when you do this, it will help quiet that civil war going on between your two ears of wanting quality of life, but wanting to be comfortable. See, ladies and gentlemen, You can have and design the life of your dreams. The clues are out there. Success is all around you, showing that has been accomplished by many, many, many people. And if they can do it, you can do it. But will you? That's another clue right there, another nugget of gold. That saying that says, if they can do it, I can do it. I believe it, but it's not the complete thing. You've got to add that third piece. It's if they can do it, I can do it, but will I? That's the action. That's the decision. That's the what's going to, the catalyst to moving you forward. So for today, this is Robert Raven Riopel with Success Left a Clue. I enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I look forward to seeing you on our next one. I look forward to, as we amp it up, ramp it up, and start going to two sessions a week 
two episodes a week. My next one having an amazing um, uh, interview come on. I'm looking forward to that. Now that I've committed to it, I'm going to make it happen. So until we meet again, always live with passion. Have an amazing day. You deserve the best in your life. We'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riopel, author of the soon-to-be-released book, Success Left a Clue. We hope today's inspiring message brings you closer to your dreams. To access program notes and helpful links, visit successleftaclue.com. Turn your dreams into reality. Please join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.